everyone's an important piece of the puzzle and has a role to play. When you're on God's team, no one sits on the bench. On God's team, there is no bench. Yay! Welcome! I am so excited to be with you today. I cannot wait for you to hear about everything that God is doing and everything He's saying through all of the prophets. This is a huge show. There are so many things I cannot wait to share with you. I want to show you behind me, though. I don't know if you guys can see it, but I have that really cool sword. I got that from David uh, for Christmas. I also got a shofar from Avery that's smaller that's right behind me as well. So now I have three shofars. I have my big one, mid-sized one, a smaller one. The smaller one, I will tell you, is much harder to blow uh, at this point. I'll keep practicing. And then I also have my train whistle, which a lot of you saw me get on my show, which we're going to be blowing today. So exciting what God is doing in the prophetic. If you're new to Flyover Conservatives, our slogan is wake up, speak up, and show up. We all wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. And what we've learned over these last couple of years, what we really need is 80 million of us doing one thing every single day to save our own country. We could no longer bury our head in the sand. We could no longer be proud of being the silent majority. We have to bring the plumb line of Jesus to all spheres of influence, and then good will be called good and evil will be called evil. That is so important that we do that. We have to show up. We are all a piece of a puzzle that God is putting together. And if you don't bring your piece of the puzzle, we're missing you. I don't know if you've ever put a puzzle together and you're missing a piece. It is very dramatic. You say, oh my gosh, I have to have this piece. That's how I am. I will look everywhere to find that piece of the puzzle. That's what God is saying. He said, you are born, like my shirt says, you are born for such a time as this, and you have to show up. So what an awesome time to be alive. I want to do a quick shout out and a big thanks to all the contributors, the people that make this show happen. Denise Brewer, I received a text from her this morning at 4.30 in the morning. She had just finished putting together the 11th hour, everything to help me to put together the show today. So thank you, Denise Brewer. Thank you to Terry Strain. She was gone um, over the weekend, and she still helped me Uh, to put together this prophetic report, and my sister, Tammy Wagner. There are very significant pieces of the show today that came from my sister that were unique, things I hadn't heard, I hadn't hadn't seen in a while, and she came up with these pieces, and it was so good. She is very, very sensitive to what the Lord is saying and doing, and then she sends me these unique things that God is showing her. So thank you, these amazing three women, for helping me put the show together. I also want to do a shout out to the sponsor of the show, Mike Lindell. When you go to mypillow.com and you use promo code flyover, you get up to 66% off on all their incredible products. As you guys know, I love the slippers. I always wear my slippers. I even wear them outside. A lot of times I forget that I have them on. And right now they're $49.98 when you use promo code flyover. Check out this quick commercial. Do your feet ache and throb in pain with every step you take every day of your life? Kiss those days goodbye with slippers from (sighs) MyPillow.com. How about that flimsy, flat little excuse for a pillow that's nothing but eight hours of disappointment? Causing you pain in your neck every single night. You can wake up with nothing but butterflies and rainbows around your head with a MyPillow pillow. Those hard wood floors hurting your old bones. No more with a MyPillow dog bed. Are your towels worn thin? 
flimsy, more patchy than Joe Biden's memory? There's nothing better than absorbent towels from MyPillow.com. For all of these products and more, go to MyPillow.com, use promo code FLYOVER for up to 66% off. I love that commercial. That is the brainchild of our son and producer, Colton Whited. So a big shout out to him. I absolutely love it. I think it's hilarious. And it's so true. What in, what incredible products we have from Mike Lindell at MyPillow.com. So go there, use promo code FLYOVER. It helps him. It helps us. And it is part of being a patriot. It's truly helping each other and moving this whole thing forward. It's showing up every day in every way. All right. So there's four things we always talk about on the show. The first one is this is the best time to be alive, that we were born for such a time as this. Second thing is Trump will be back. There are so many prophetic words surrounding that. Going back to Kim Clement back in 2007, talking about two presidencies uh, with President Trump. And so we are believing that, declaring that, decreeing that, and calling that forth in the name of Jesus Christ. Next thing is, there is a billion soul harvest coming, a revival. The glory of the Lord is falling like no other time in history. We are going to hear a lot about that today. Uh, Finally, there's a transference of wealth is coming from the wicked to the righteous. I'm like, Lord, let me be a vessel that this money flows to, to bring your kingdom to earth. Imagine when this transference of wealth comes, you know, you've seen what the wicked have done in their hands. Now we're partnering with the creator of the universe that when he looks up, there's nothing above him. Imagine what we're going to be able to do with these finances and bringing his kingdom to the earth. And so we want to be vessels that this money can flow through. We're going to hear more about that today. Again, what an exciting time to be alive. Well, this show, like I said before, there are a lot of things that are uh, coming together, a lot of prophetic words. I think there's five different prophets we're going to be talking about today. And so if you're on a platform that I have limited time, um, then you're going to miss some of the shows. So you want to go to the Flyover app. Dot com. You can get the rest of the show there. Uh, I mean, truly, there are things you're not going to want to miss out on because you're going to see. I cannot believe how Kent Christmas said this and Julie Green said this and Barry Wunsch said this and Robin Blake said this, how they all are flowing together. You're not going to want to miss it. So again, go to the flyoverapp.com. You can um, download the podcast there. You can Find uh, other people in your area. You can f- you can watch full interviews. You can watch clips. All of that when you go to theflyoverapp.com. And it's absolutely free. It doesn't cost you anything. And it's an incredible tool. So make sure you go there and get that today. All right. What are the prophets saying? The first one I want to talk about is Robin Bullock. Oh my gosh, you guys. I want to talk about first Church International since from March the 5th. This was a huge service of a ton of prophetic, and he talked a lot about the train. So let's check it out. You might as well get ready for the Jesus train. Yeah. Because it's a train of love that's about to move through the earth. It's going to be a train that all who wants to get on can get on. And I'm going to tell you something. Chaos on one side, turmoil on the other side. I saw in a vision that train chugging right up the middle of all of it. And on inside that train, you are safe, protected, and well. Hallelujah. And you notice that when revival starts breaking out, The first thing they're doing is trying to scare people away from it with sickness. Oh, don't go there because of measles. Really? What happened to COVID? 
Now it's measles. Let's lift our hands and thank God for everything He's doing. The time of Esther is upon you. The time of Esther is here. Go before your king this day. I assure you, you have his ear. Deliver us. Deliver us. Deliver us. Lord, send revival into every nation on every continent. Lord God, let this train hook up cars all across the world not just in this country but all across the world roll it through finland roll it through new zealand roll it through the netherlands roll it through lord god tell them get on board in russia get on board in ukraine in israel get on board in israel come on come on get on board in israel What, what I want people to hear is, I don't know if you know what's about to happen. There, you know, for two years, in, or two or three years from 2016 or so, 17, I used to go up to the podium and I'd say, everything you know is about to change. And it will never go back to the way it was. And, and I would say that and say that and didn't know what I was talking about. And, and then... All of that uh, plandemonium hit, and 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 when that happened, then it went. It never went back. Never went back. But here is something: everything you know is about to change, and it's going to change forever. And this time, it has to do with that Jesus train coming through. Now I'm telling you straight up. The devil had his chance. And what he did is he came in to smother the church to death. People say, I've heard people try to say, well, you know, he, uh, the Lord used that pandemonium thing, that pandemic thing to, to wake the church up. God ain't never used sickness to wake the church up. That's right. The church was asleep. That's right. And the devil caught it asleep and said, I'll put a pillow over its face and smother it to death. And when it put the pillow over the church's face, the church woke up fighting for existence to be deemed essential. That's right. That ought to tell you what happened. And then the church woke up. And when the church woke up, we said, Jesus, come this way. That's right. Hallelujah. 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 And when the church said, Jesus, come this way. Can you not see him stand up and look around at all of heaven and the angels and said, I got somewhere I got to be. And all of a sudden you hear it. You hear it coming. And man, it's that train coming along. 
But that train is not just going to be this revival. This revival is about to give way to a revolution. And the revolution is going to be a revolution of ideas, thinking. Uh, Religious thinking will get flushed. And there's going to be relationship thinking come on the scene. And God is going to teach you and me exactly what, what was bought and paid for for us to live in. That's exactly right. And he's going to tell the world how to avoid a devil's hell. Right. He's going to show the church what matters and what don't matter. But it's not just a train of revival. And it's not just a train of revolutionary troops. It's going to be a train of prosperity that's going to be turned over to the church that will take 12 months to watch the loaded cars go by when they go by. And you can be a part of all of that. So why don't you just call out, Jesus, here am I. Hallelujah. Everything you know. Is about to change. And I'm I'm thinking we're only either weeks or a short period of time from it beginning. There's about to be, I'm gonna say something now. There's about to be a rebellion in the church against religion. And it's going to be so big. That people are going to say, you won't shut us down. You're not going to stop my shout. You're not going to stop my dance. Stop my run. You're not going to stop this thing. And they're going to walk right out the doors and start it in the street. And when it starts in the street, you're going to see LGBTQ, ABCDEFG come to the Lord. You're going to see drug addicts jerk needles out of their arm. And they're going to come to the Lord. And you're going to see a revival, a revolution, as if you've never seen before. It's going to be in the government. It's going to be in the church. It's going to be all over this world. And you're going to see wars suddenly stop. Hallelujah. So I call. I call around the world. All you cowboys, pierced, tattooed. Different color hair, ear gauges, nose rings. Here is a church you're welcome in. All of you that you know you're trapped in that LGBTQABCHI thing. You know you're trapped there. Here's a church you can come and get free right here. Hallelujah. So I just thought I'd make that known. That's great. I'm glad you did. Just thought I'd send the invitation. Come on. All you prophetic musicians, if you're a real true musician, I want to welcome you here. Come and let the Lord Jesus show you what you were born for. That's right. Because Hezekiah, I mean, Jehoshaphat's army. I could add Hezekiah to, to the 
Hezekiah repentance produces Jehoshaphat army. But Jehoshaphat's army is about to send out the band. And we need the band. Hallelujah. Come and join your sound here. I'm telling you, man, you, yeah. you need to be where you're celebrated, That's not right. tolerated. Right. Favor and unlimited favor. This is going to be a limitless favor, says the Lord. And it's going to come through the earth in order to load the train. It's going to load the train with wealth and prosperity. That a revival can remain unchecked and no one can stop out of convenience or lack of money. For this is going to be the push through the earth. And I saw it coming from that way, going that way. And it's going to move, says the Lord. So get ready for unlimited favor and go ahead and praise me and be thankful for it. For it's going to be what loads your car with your name on it. It is a car with your name on it, and it's going to be full according to the praise and according to the thanksgiving. For unlimited favor now has been unleashed into my people. Claim it today. Call for it today. And have it today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Good is the word of the Lord. We esteem the word of the Lord. Lord God, I speak over the land of Israel. Lord God, the land that has the enemy has tried to sow blood. The land the enemy wants with every fiber of his existence. But this land was given to Abraham forever and his seed. And in the name of Jesus right now, we call for total victory in Israel from every corner of that nation, every border. Every, every province in Israel, in the name of Jesus, we call for the failure of Iran to attack Israel. I call for the failure of Russia to begin to bully Israel. I call for the, for the failure of every regime, every nation that would come against that land to destroy it. Now, Lord God, I ask you in the name of Jesus to give Netanyahu wisdom beyond wisdom. Wisdom beyond his day. Wisdom, Lord, of Solomon. The wisdom of Solomon, Lord God, that he can live in peace and keep the nation in peace. And I ask you, Lord God, to anoint him like David, to know when to go and when to stay. And Lord God, this man is a man called of you. He's not only a king, but he's a prophet. And Lord, I ask you to speak within his being. That he will hear your voice. And right now, we intercede for Israel. For peace. 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 We pray for the peace of Jerusalem. The peace of Jerusalem. Lord God, this is the day you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Save now. And send now prosperity to Jerusalem. And Lord, I give you praise and honor and glory for it. Well, what do I say about that, Lord? What do I say about that? From the mountains 
in Israel into the very city to every province and every road for the blessing of the Lord is upon you and the blessing of the Lord is raising you up among the nations like a shining and bright jewel for you will be spared and saved from the from the plans and plots of the evil around you. For Israel is mine, saith the Lord. They are the apple of my eye, and there will be no tyrant poke his finger in my eye. For I am going to show among the heathen that I am God. I'm going to show among the Arabs that I am God. I'm going to show among the Islamic nations that I am God. And I'm going to show in China that I am God. And there will be such a cry go up from the earth that they will begin to call for peace and say, let that train come here. Let that train come to our shores and let it come to us. For says the Lord, I have Israel in my hand. And I never sleep or slumber, and I watch over them, and I will watch over them. For the day I wrestled with Jacob is still fresh in my mind. And the day I called Abraham, Abram, from his land is still fresh in my mind. And the day I gave Abraham a piece of heaven called paradise. And a piece of the earth called Canaan. The day I did all of these things is still fresh in my mind. For I still remember how Abram stayed up in the night and in the horror of great darkness. And drove the fowl from his sacrifice. And drove the birds of prey away. Even so today, Israel will drive the birds of prey away. I speak of drones and I speak of birds of prey that would attack my lands. You will not attack my lands. I blow them and they hit a headwind they cannot stand. For I'm going to rumble the caverns of Iran where the drone factories are. And I'm going to cause a collapse to take place. And the bear will have to buy drones from another place. For this is going to happen, says the Lord. For Abram drove the fowls from his sacrifice. And it forever set a precedent that he will drive the fowl. And his covenant will drive the drones from his land. For this is a decree, says the Lord, and I have said it. It is a sure word, and you will hear of it soon. Remember these things, says the Lord. When the fighter jets of Israel strike the ground with fire as they streak up into the air and move into a deliverance position. For Israel will now have people who will seek to make alliances with them. And I will backhand a jackal out of their way. For I did not raise up the USA to be silent in Israel's defense. I raised you up and connected you to, to my land so that you could be a defense for them and a shield for them. And you, O oh jackal, 
and jackals in the crowd who are howling and running. You will be staved off from Israel. For I will and already have the eyes that sound like a trumpet looking at them for deliverance, says the Lord. So hear these things and hear them well. For those who do not heed to help Israel will be reapers of hell. Hell on earth. Hell in your lives. Hell in your families and hell in your wives. Hell underground and hell in the caverns of the damned. Hell, says the Lord, is something for you to avoid, says the I am. But Israel's mine, and I will once again part seas to deliver them. So when you've stretched your hands toward Israel, you've stretched your hands at me. Summon me from the throne, and I will come in my chariots of fire to their rescue. For now, you speak of UFOs. There will be one scene that you do not know. For you have deceived the people with such a ridiculous, asinine thing. But I am going to show something in the skies by the spring. And you will not know where it came from or where it goes. But I will, says the Lord. And I told you through a prophet so that you would know. Hallelujah. Speaking the words. Hold this. Speaking the words of a prophet. Israel is forever. Israel is forever. Israel is forever. Shout. I wanted to also wish you a happy Purim. Purim is this week, and there's some big things in the prophetic words that God was sharing through Robin about that. First of all, he talked about the time of Esther is upon you, and there's significance to that, which we're going to explore uh, in this prophetic report today. Lord God, send revival all across the world. And then he talks about, Lord, I speak over Israel. We call for total victory for them and the failure of Iran and every nation that would come against it. And then he shared a prophecy from the Lord, from the mountains of Israel, I am going to show that I am God. And Israel is forever. America, America will be saved. Wow. Praise the Lord. I want to share a new person I haven't had on my program before, and you may know him, but I want to give a little bit of background. His name is Sid Roth, and he's from It's Supernatural. And uh, the prophetic uh, part that we're going to share today was released on Sunday, March the 5th, so the same time as 
uh, Church International, and he called it Last Days Prophecy Hidden in the Book of Esther. I want to give you a little bit of background on Sid Roth. He was born in 1940. He's a former accountant executive for Merrill Lynch and was raised in a traditional Jewish home. Yet the religious tradition provided no answers when he hit rock bottom in 1972. With his life out of control and his marriage in shambles, Sid was set free from demonic oppression through a supernatural encounter with Jesus. Now remember, he was Jewish. Immediately, he began to boldly proclaim Jesus as the Jewish Messiah. In 1977, Sid started a ministry called Messianic Vision and a nationally syndicated radio broadcast at the same time time. In 1996, he launched It's Supernatural, a TV program featuring guests who have experienced extraordinary healings, miracles, and personal encounters with God. It's something we have really enjoyed over the years. If you've never seen it, I highly encourage it. But check this out, the prophetic report that he gave about Esther. was a historic day in which Iran became one with Israel. It was a foreshadow of a better peace agreement than any president in the United States ever even thought of. Next. Welcome, Holy Spirit. This is your platform. I yield completely to your promptings. We're about to celebrate Purim. This was a watershed moment when one woman, the least likely, stopped the devil's plan to destroy Judaism and therefore Christianity. Many years ago, I used to teach on the book of Esther. Esther is read during Purim and saw more miracles than any other message I've ever given. The book of Esther is, in my opinion, the revelation I've seen the end time book to the church. Let me explain to you why. Esther, I believe, is a type of the end time church. Esther was the least likely to be queen. Why? Esther was an orphan, a no people, so to speak, and they already had a chosen queen Sounds a little like the Gentiles being grafted into royalty, does to me. Esther hid her Jewish connection until a set time in history. The church has hid her Jewish connection until a set time in history. That set time, I believe, is now. Esther, church, you may not realize this, but just like Esther in the Bible, Esther was beautiful. Not just beautiful, the most beautiful woman in the land. In God's sight, church, you are beautiful. You are beautiful. He would have died just for you. You are young. In God's eyes, if you've repented of your sins. In God's eyes, you are a virgin. You're pure. Esther had glory on her. That's how she had such favor in everything she did. Church, you have 
the glory of God on you. You got the king's attention. Do you understand that? Esther, church, you have divine favor. Esther, church, you don't know this, but I'm telling you this. You are the only one who can go to the king on behalf of the Jewish people. Esther, in the Bible, had one year to prepare to meet the king. What did she do? She soaked in oil of myrrh. Do you know what oil of myrrh is? It is bitter on the outside, but the inside is sweet. She also soaked in perfume for a year. Do you realize when you're worshiping God, you're soaking in the oil of the Holy Spirit? And you are getting more and more beautiful in God's eyes. More and more favor, more and more glory. Do you remember the five wise and the five foolish virgins? What made the difference? The wise had oil. The foolish wanted the oil of the wise. Doesn't work that way. He even says that in the book of Esther. You have to get your own oil by soaking in the presence of the living God. Esther rescued the Jewish people. Church, your destiny, your calling. It's found in Romans 11, 11. Salvation has come to the Gentile for a purpose. It's in writing your call to provoke the Jews to jealousy, to want to know the lover of your soul, the Messiah of Israel. That is your destiny, church. Esther found out all the Jewish people were to be murdered. In one day, the entire race from the tribe of Judah was to be destroyed. Every Jewish child, every Jewish young person, every Jewish older person. Why? This is what it says in the book of Esther. One Jewish man, Mordecai, refused to bow down before Haman. Haman was a man of high standing with the king. Haman obtained a royal law to kill all the Jews. You have to understand, a royal law could not be changed. Haman gave 375 tons of silver. This is what it's equivalent to. 375 tons of silver to destroy the tribe of Judah. Today they give oil. Why? Jesus came from the tribe of Judah. The real reason behind the death sentence, if there were no Jews, there would be no Messiah. He comes from the tribe of Judah. That's what's going on right now. But now that the Messiah has already come, why the historic anti-Semitism that's going on? I'll give you a clue. The glory is coming. And the Jewish people will be a key 
to the release of the glory of God. You study the scriptures. You find out the glory started with the Jewish people. You find out the Messiah came from the Jewish people. You find out that the Messiah will return to one nation of the world, Israel. You're beginning to put that whole picture together. Haman got advice from his wife, but it was too late. I read this in the Septuagint, the Greek translation done by the best Jewish scholars of the day, 200 years before Jesus came to earth. Esther 6.13 in the Septuagint says, Haman's wife said to him, if Mordecai is of the race of the Judeans, you have begun to be humiliated. You will fall. And when, not if, and when you fall, you will never be able to ward him, that's Mordecai, off. Do you know why? Because a living God is with him. A living God is with you. Esther, Genesis 12, 3 is another royal law which cannot be altered or changed. It comes from God himself. God says, I, God, will bless those who bless the Jewish people and curse those who curse you. Now, Mordecai asked Esther, a type of the church, to appeal to the king on behalf of the Jewish people. But Esther said, oh, no, it's going to cost me my life. And Mordecai said these famous words to Esther. And he's saying these famous words to you, church, right now. Esther 4, 13 and 14. And Mordecai told them to answer Esther. Do not think in your heart that you will escape in the king's palace any more than all the other Jews. For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place. But you and your father's house will perish, church. Yet who knows whether you have come to the kingdom for such a time as this. This is why you were born. This is, this is, it is written. Esther knew it might be a death sentence because Esther could only go to the king if he called her first. And Esther knew what happened to the last queen. Esther Church, let me repeat to you your purpose. Salvation, Romans 11, 11, has come to the Gentile to provoke the Jew to jealousy. Why? It's the glory, Romans 9, 4. To them, the Jews belong what? The glory, Isaiah 46, 13. I will place salvation, and the word salvation in the Hebrew in the Old Testament and the Jewish Bible comes from the root word Yeshua, Jesus. I will place Jesus in Zion. Why? For Israel, my glory. Beginning to put this together, the glory on Israel will trigger the greatest Jewish revival in history, a suddenly revival, you watch it, you mark my words, which will then trigger the greatest Gentile revival in history. It's called go to the Jew first. 
Do you realize in the book of Esther, when the Jews were spared because of Esther going to the king, because of the church, you see the parallel, going to the king in prayer, the Jews were saved, were spared. Guess what happened when you went to the Jew first in the book of Esther, spared the Jews? Revival broke out among the Gentiles. It's called to the Jew first. When God goes to the Jew first, it opens up a greater supernatural door to reach Gentiles than when you go to the Gentile first. This is what happened with God the Father. He went to Abraham to reach the world. This is what happened with Yeshua, Jesus the Son. He said, I go only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. It was a seed to reach the Gentiles. This is what happened to the great apostle to the Gentiles. Paul, he, he, he said, I'm not ashamed of the gospel. It's the power of God unto salvation to everyone who believes but to the Jew first, so he could fulfill his destiny of reaching Gentiles. God needed a watershed moment, a sudden supernatural turning point in history. It looked impossible. Good time for a miracle. Expect the favor and Esther glory to come upon you when I pray. All right, we're talking about the book of Esther, the king legally could not change the royal law to murder all the Jews. But God had a higher law, a supernatural law. He equipped the Jewish people with, of all things, the sword. That's Esther 9.5. Do you know what the sword represents in the Bible? The sword represents the word of God. The Jews were equipped to defeat all of their enemies with the sword, the word of God. And guess what happened? The Iranians became one with the Jewish people. Now that's God's peace plan. You see the glory? It's a two-edged sword. For God's friends, the glory brought victory in the book of Esther. But for God's enemies, The glory brought dread and fear. It actually says that in the book of Esther. So that begs the question, church, those watching, are you a friend of God? There's only one way you're going to know if you're a friend of God, and that's to know God. And you know, it's called There's a term, it's called gospel, and most people don't even realize. You know what the word gospel means? Good news. The gospel is good news. I have good news for you. If you want to be a friend of God, repeat this prayer out loud and mean it to the best of your ability. Out loud, right now. I'm talking to you, yes, you. Dear God, I'm so sorry for my mistakes. I believe the blood of Jesus has washed me clean. It's so good to be clean. And now I come into your presence clean. And I ask you to come and live inside of me. 
I make you my savior from all of my sins. And I make you Lord of every area of my life. I love you, Lord. Amen. Now you're prepared to receive what God calls, and I've prayed for many years, the Esther anointing, the Esther glory. This is a life-changing prayer. Get ready to receive. You know how you receive? Like if I was to throw a, a ball into the hands of some of you in the studio audience or at home, I, you're not going to catch it, uh, young man, with your hands held together in the front row. You can, yeah, yeah, it's the way you catch a ball. <laughs> okay. You know, you got to cooperate a little bit with God by an ingredient called faith. You're ready to receive it? You're not going to miss it. Not like my favorite baseball team. No, leave that one alone. <laughs> okay. Oh, God, you're so good. God, you are so good. Oh, God, I praise you for your goodness. I praise you for revealing your son to me. I praise you, Father God, for sparing me of, of a life that was going to be just either death or insanity or prison and making a mensch, that's a Hebrew word out of me, a good human, as my parents would say. God wants to make a good mensch out of you, but you have to be equipped. Esther, you have to be equipped with the sword, the word of God, and the glory of God, and the blood of God. I pray in Yeshua's name that the Esther anointing, in Jesus' name, the favor the beauty, the cleanliness, the destiny of Queen Esther would come upon you. I pray that every hurt that has ever touched and tampered with your life would be wiped out right now supernaturally by the blood of the lamb, the Passover lamb, that takes away the sins of the whole world. I thank you, almighty God, that your healing is operating in this Esther glory. I thank you that those in the studio audience and those at home that have a pain in their back and a pain in their neck would stand up right now and test it and see that the Lord is good. Right now, studio audience, if you have a pain in your back, stand up and test it. You know how to test it? Only one person is honest. Two. Do I hear three? Do I hear four? It's like popcorn now. And bend over and test it. You'll see there's more that should be standing here. I mean, there's more of you at home that should be standing right now. Test it. Test it. If the pain is gone, would you raise your hand and wave it at me right now if the pain's gone? Now, at home, you do the same thing by faith. You do the same thing by faith. And I'll tell you something else. There are people 
that your wrists, I don't know, carpal tunnel or wrists or anything or sprains, your wrists are being healed. And more of you, the back, you know what? I, I was in, um, in Israel and I did an outreach and there was a woman there that never heard the gospel before, and she accepted the Lord. And I said the same thing. And then I said to the group, I said, now some of you will experience it instantly. Don't unplug the lamp just because it didn't happen. Keep the electricity going. It's called faith. Keep that plug in the socket, and you'll see in the morning, joy will come in the morning. The pain is going to be gone. She did that, and she was telling everyone that Jesus had healed her. This is your watershed moment, a sudden, supernatural turning point in your history. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing is impossible with our God. I don't care. Don't give me that motorboat, but, 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 but. (laughs) Nothing is impossible with God. What do you need right now? Take up your sword, the word of God, and say with your own mouth out loud, in the mis- this is how, how the Brit uh, the New Covenant, tells us to pray. Most Christians don't even know what it says. It says you don't pray to God. You pray in the righteousness of Jesus. You, any, Jesus said, anything you ask God in my name, he will do it. In the name of Yeshua. You, you, you pray out loud at home and in the studio. It's, what do you need right now? I want you to say out loud with your own mouth what you need in Jesus' name. Do that right now. This is a moment in the glory. All things are possible. All things are possible. Wrists are being healed right now. Elbows. Any pain in your body is being healed right now. Something with fingers, something with your fingers, pain, arthritis, you're being healed right now. Ears are being opened. People that could not breathe uh, clearly, sinus congestion, that's it. You're being healed right now in Yeshua's name. And I pray, Esther, that the presence of God, that's another name for the glory of God, will surround you all the days of your life, and you will live in the house of the Lord forever. Amen. Amen. I receive it. As he was praying, I just feel, Mom and Dad, that your backs are healed in the name of Jesus. My grandma, with your arthritis, we just say it be healed in the name of Jesus. Colton, with your allergies, be healed 
in the name of Jesus. There is supernatural healing. Whatever you are needing, just ask the Lord for it. In the name of Jesus, you walk in total power. One thing I wanted to point out there is take up your sword and pray. You're going to hear that several times. You're actually going to hear that from Julie Green, uh, which is the next person I want to talk about. She came out with a prophetic word she received on March the 2nd, but she delivered it on March the 8th. I'm only going to do a portion of that prophetic word, but I do highly recommend that you go to Julie Green on Rumble um, International Ministries, and you can find the rest of it there, March the 8th. It's called, The Walls of Congress Are Being Exposed on What Has Been Hidden Inside. Check this out. And here's the prophetic word. It's called, The Walls of Congress Are Being Exposed on What um, Has Been Hidden Inside. I heard this prophetic word on March 2nd of 2023. For I, the Lord, this day am telling my children, the winds of change are here, changing the course of this world, changing the direction of society, turning things around in a way never seen like this before. My revival, my glory will outweigh, overthrow, and destroy the evil, the wicked, and the one world government's control over this earth. They will not have their way. They will not get what they wanted upon this earth right now. My children, buckle up, you would say, because things will get bumpy and confusing to some on why things are happening and in what direction it's taking for total freedom or total bondage. I have seen, I have heard the wicked ones and their plans and what they were formulating to destroy most of mankind as fast as they could. They truly think their power is like no one else. They can take these positions and they can do whatever they want to do and for things to go however they want them to go. I am delivering you from the, from the wicked hands. It is enough and things will not continue in the course that this world has been going on. The path the evil ones wanted it to stay on. No, for I am the most high God, and I am turning things around quicker and faster than anyone thought I could or thought I would. Get ready for revival. Get ready for my glory. Get ready for miracles. Get ready to be made whole. Get ready for restoration. Get ready for me, saith the Lord. Many of you are asking how to get ready. It is by being in my word and being in fellowship with me. I will lead you, guide you, strengthen you, heal you, and completely set you free. Get ready, get prepared, because I am ready for the greatest outpouring the world has ever seen or experienced upon this earth, saith the Lord, your Redeemer. Amen. So excited. Again, just confirming what the Lord is saying. And it's all in the word of God. Again, hold on to that. We're going to talk about that more um, towards the end of the program with Robin Bullock from 11th Hour. One thing I want to point out is Kent Christmas from Regeneration Church in Nashville. He had a very powerful word. There was a prayer time that they got together on March the 4th. That would have been Saturday. And during that time, the Lord gave him this prophetic word for the church. He's also talking to Regeneration Nashville, but this is for the church as well. It's very powerful. Check this out. I can't see you working, God. The Lord says, do you not know that my name is Ancient of Days? And what I've done this time, I've never done before, but I have went back in time, says God. 
I went back into other ages where the enemy began to create strongholds. Now, says the Lord, though you have not seen me, I went back into other ages and I have begun to demolish strongholds. And when I am done with them, says the Lord, it will be in your hour as if those strongholds never existed, says the Lord. For I'm not just going to touch who they are today, but I am removing their memories, says the Lord. I am removing their existence that they will not ever be known again. For what I'm creating, says the Lord, is a clear pathway. It is a highway that has no hindrances and no inhibitants, says God. And in a 24-hour period, says the Lord, and know this, it's getting close. I'm going to look at the angels of the Lord, and I'm going to say, go. And they're going to begin to remove the counterfeit, says God. For when you walk into houses today, if you cannot feel my presence, says God, and if you cannot hear the anointing, it is a house that man has made, and not that I have built. But what I'm raising up now, says the Lord, I am building. And I take time to build the foundation, but when I am done, says the Lord, the rest comes up quickly. And this day, says the Lord, I have already laid the foundation in this house, and the walls are already going up by the power of the Lord. And though I am giving you a house to worship in regeneration, Nashville, it is just a sidebar to what I am releasing to you, for you are not just a church for this city, you are not just a church for this state, but I raised you up, that's why I have invested in you what I have invested from your pastor down to the lowest. I have taken time, says God, because I am raising you up as a God portal that will impact nations, says the Lord. And today, says God, the ground that you are standing on is holy ground. It is anointed ground. Do not worry. I will not let the enemy come in the back door and mess up and stop what's coming in the front door. But there are Gabriel angels. There are Michael angels, says the Lord, that I have put a sword in their hand, and they are standing guard, says God, over the divine purpose of the Lord. And so every mocking spirit, every arrogant spirit, every pride spirit, not only in the secular realm, but in the house of the Lord that has told me we control, we dominate, we declare, not so, saith God, for this is not your hour, this is my hour, saith the Lord. This is the hour that the glory, the glory, the glory of God is being released. You've seen parts of me, says God, but what you're getting ready to see, says the Lord, no man has seen, not even Moses, saith God, when I put him in the cleft of my rock, but I am going to uncover the glory of God. This will be such a move of the Lord that the healing will begin to flow like water throughout the earth. And the remnant says, God, that I am raising up, that is coming out of Egypt, is not sick, is not feeble, but they are blessed by the hand of the Lord. So God says, God, for the ground is fertile 
background. The soil is anointed soil. The glory is the glory of heaven. Shout, says the Lord, for this is your hour and this is your day. And the sovereignty of God is released by the Spirit of the Lord. I receive it in the name of Jesus. Man, you are hearing that from Robin Bullock. Some of those things sounded almost word for word of what Robin was saying about the glory and what is coming to us. And as the body of Christ, a favor, unlike any other favor that we have ever seen, we are going to experience. Born for such a time as this. Aren't you so glad that you are alive right now, that you God didn't have you alive 100 years ago, 1,000 years ago. He didn't have you alive 100 years from now, but you are alive right now during this time, and God is doing miraculous things, things of biblical proportion, things we only read about in the Bible, we are going to experience during our lifetime. What an honor to be alive right now during this time. Now, Barry Wunsch had a very uh, powerful prophetic word. If you go to thepropheticreport.com, you can find it there. This word came out on March the 2nd, and it's called Burning Ones Are About to Be released. Yes, Lord. He said, this word was just dropped on me today. This is exactly as it came, so I am releasing it right away in obedience. He said, Barry, just as a bow is pulled back to shoot an arrow, have I pulled back many of my people in this hour? For if they remained in the positions that they were in, they would not be able to fulfill the destiny on their lives. As I have pulled them back, it will cause others around them to reevaluate their motives and selfish ambitions. The days of blame shifting are no longer going to be acceptable. These ones I have pulled back are going to be released as flaming arrows into the enemy's camp. They will carry the Holy Spirit fire full of love, power, and authority to set many free. The fire shall burn in these camps and many will come running out into arms of salvation, healing, and deliverance. The scales shall be removed from their eyes and they will know the truth and it will set them free. These flaming arrows have been saturated in my holy anointing oil. Does that sound familiar from what Sid Roth was talking about? And will burn indefinitely as they remain in me. Some have been pulled back and thought that they have missed it and were done. But I tell you today, you can rest assured that they are not done. Nothing is going to stop what I am about to release across the nations. Barry, tell my people to prepare for a wave of my spirit that is bigger than anything they have ever seen. Nothing will ever look the same. Do not be distracted by the debris. Keep your eyes on me. These are the days you have been waiting for. Behold my glory as I behold you. Holy is the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. I mean, look at this confirmation. One prophetic word after another that God is saying from these prophets that are all over the United States and internationally. Barry is in Canada. It's so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying through the prophets right now. So what do we do from here? Well, the first thing is, Pray, set yourself apart. Joshua 3, 5, consecrate yourself because the Lord is going to do amazing things among you. That is talked about so many times today through the prophet. It is t- the prophets. It is time to pray. Second is worship. 
celebrate the Lord. This is the time to celebrate because they are eating cake in heaven. Kat Kerr says they're eating cake. We should be eating cake and celebrating and know that God has our victory, period. And then finally, declaring and decreeing what we do want. In the 11th hour, I'm so glad that Denise uh, stayed up and um, and did this. Thank you so much, Denise, because as I was reading through this, there was a part that he shared in 11th hour that is critical for the body of Christ. We are to do this right now is declaring and decreeing scripture. And we've heard it several times now from a lot of the different prophets, but he goes specifically in what we should be doing and he calls it ammunition is being passed out in the life of a warrior. Check this out. You know, the Lord would have all of our 11th hour partners and family around the world to know something today. And he just spoke this in my spirit and said to tell you and remind you that he loves you. He hasn't forgotten you. And he didn't cause these bad things in your life. He's absolutely trying to deliver you out of those bad things. He didn't send the bad in order to teach you a lesson, in order that you may grow in the spirit. He sent His Word to teach you about Him. And He he sent His Word so that you could grow in the Spirit. And He wants you to know He loves you today. Now I break every spirit of hindrance, every spirit of hindrance here, every spirit of hindrance there, every spirit of hindrance that would be in your walk. I break that spirit in the name of Jesus and tell you, you have no no more authority here in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. You know, I was not long back, I was, I kept having these things happen around me in my home, and I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on something kept trying to plague me plague me bother me bother me and it wasn't physically so much but it could affect the physical but it was it was spiritual and I knew it was and so I took the word and I went in every room of my house upstairs downstairs I went to the closets I went to the fireplaces I went everywhere and I opened it up to Philippians 2, 9, 10, and 11. Put that on the screen. That Jesus, wherefore God hath also highly exalted him. Jesus is talking about. And given him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven, things in earth, and things under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so every knee has to bow to that that name. And so I went upstairs. I went down halls. I went everywhere. Then I went downstairs. And I went to every room. And then I went to the front door. And I opened up the back door. And I could see it from the front door. And I took that word. And I held it in my hand. And I spoke that word out of my mouth. And and I, I held my hands up like this. And I I told every spirit there to gather themselves that's not of God. 
gather themselves and it was like I saw them sucked out of the walls, out of the wood, out of everything there, of any previous tenants, of any previous thing that had ever been there. And it's just like they pulled up and went like this and went down and out that back door, buddy, and was gone. And that's what you have to do sometimes. And only the word is strong enough to, to do something like that in a person's life. You have to take the written word and stand up with the written word. Hell trembles at someone holding the written word in their hand, putting it in their mouth and speaking it out loud. Hell is not expecting somebody to do that. But when they do, and they give voice to the word, the scripture says he hearkens, the angels hearken to the voice of his word. You're the voice that, is, that gives voice to the word. And you begin to speak that. And you begin to talk that. And when you do, all of hell sets up an attention. Whatever is there has to leave at that name. Because every knee in heaven, earth, and hell has to bow to that one name. Hallelujah. And today is the day to make them bow. To make it bow. To make it bow. The, those forces in the heavenlies that have come against you. The forces in the earth that has come against you. The forces under the earth. In the time of Purim, it would be the time to take the word. Philippians 2, 9, 10, and 11. And begin to speak them out of your mouth. Praise the Lord. And he continues, and we're going to go through these scriptures today. We're going to declare and, and decree them together. We're going to start with Philippians 2, 9 through 11 in the New King James Version. But again, he calls it ammunition several times through this. Ammunition is being passed out in the life of a warrior. So let's declare and decree this together. Philippians 2, 9 through 11. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the God of God the Father. Amen. We receive that. And if there's places in your home, you're like, I'm going to declare this over my home. I'm going to walk down my hallways. We're going to declare it and decree it over our homes. The next one is we did this all in, in uh, 22. Every single week we did Psalm 35. This is over your family, over your nation, over your health. We are declaring and decreeing this. This is um, the Lord, the avenger of his people, Psalm 35. Are you ready? Plead my cause, O Lord, with those who strive with me. Fight against those who fight against me. Take hold of shield and buckler and stand up for my help. Also draw out the spear and stop those who pursue me. Say to my soul, I am your salvation. Let those be put to shame and brought to dishonor who seek after my life. Let those be turned back and brought to confusion who plot my hurt. Let them be like chaff before the wind, and let the angel of the Lord chase them. Let their way be dark and slippery, and let the angel of the Lord pursue them. For without cause they have hidden their net for me in a pit, which they have dug without cause for my life. Let destruction come upon him unexpectedly, 
and let his net that he has hidden catch himself. Into that very destruction let him fall. And my, my soul shall be joyful in the Lord. It shall rejoice in his salvation. All my bones shall say, Lord, who is like you, delivering the poor from him who is too strong for him? Yes, the poor and the needy from him who plunders him. Fierce witnesses rise up. They ask me things that I do not know. They reward me evil for good to the sorrow of my soul. But as for me, when they were sick, my clothing was sackcloth. I humbled myself with fasting, and my prayer would return to my own heart. I paced about as though he were my friend or brother. I bowed down heavily as one who mourns for his mother. But in my adversity they rejoiced and gathered together. Attackers gathered against me, and I did not know it. They tore at me and did not cease. With ungodly mockers at feast, they gnashed at me with their teeth. Lord, how long will you look on? Rescue me from their destructions, my precious life from the lions. I will give you thanks in the great assembly. I will praise you among many people. Let them not rejoice over me who are wrongfully my enemies, nor let them wink with the eye who hate me without a cause. For they do not speak peace, but they devise deceitful matters against the quiet ones in the land. They also open their mouth wide against me and said, Aha! Aha! Our eyes have seen it. This you have seen, O Lord. Do not keep silence. O Lord, do not be far from me. Stir up yourself and awake to my vindication, to my cause, my God, and my Lord. Vindicate me, O Lord my God, according to your righteousness, and let them not rejoice over me. Let them not say in their hearts, Ah, so we would have it. Let them not say, We have swallowed him up. Let them be ashamed and brought to mutual confusion, who rejoice at my hurt. Let them be clothed with shame and dishonor, who exalt themselves against me. Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause, and let them say continually, Let the Lord be magnified, who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant, and my tongue shall speak of your righteousness and of your praise all the day long. Hallelujah! We receive that, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Again, during the 11th hour, he continues to hand out this ammunition that we are to be using as the body of Christ, which is the Word of God. He moved on to Psalm 59, and we're going to declare that together from the New King James Version. I mean, just think, when we are declaring and decreeing these together, just the power that we are walking in when two or more are gathered together and we come into agreement using the sword, using the word of God. All right, Psalm 91. Deliver me from my enemies, O my God. Defend me from those who rise up against me. Deliver me from the workers of iniquity and save me from bloodthirsty men. For look, they lie in wait for my life. The mighty gather against me, not for my transgression, nor for my sin, O Lord. They run, they run and prepare themselves through no fault of mine. Awake to help me, and behold, man, does this sound like what's going on in the world today? 
For therefore, you therefore, O Lord God of hosts, the God of Israel, awake to punish all the nations. Do not be merciful to any wicked transgressors. Selah. At evening they return. They growl like a dog and go all around the city. Indeed, they belch with their mouth. Swords are in their lips, for they say, Who hears? But you, O Lord, shall laugh at them. You shall have all the nations in derision. I will wait for you, um, O you, his strength, for God is my defense. My God of mercy shall come to meet me. God shall let me see my desire of my enemies. Do not slay them, lest my people forget. Scatter them by your power and bring them down, O Lord, our shield. For the sin of their mouth and the words of their lips, let them even be taken in their pride, for they are cursing and lying which they speak. Consume them in wrath, consume them that they may not be, and let them know that God rules in Jacob to the ends of the earth, Selah. And at the evening they return, they growl like a dog and go all around the city. They wander up and down for food and howl if they are not satisfied. But I will sing of your power. Yes, I will sing aloud of your mercy in the morning. For you have been my defense and my refuge in the day of my trouble. To you, O my strength, I will sing praises. For God is my defense. For God is my God of mercy. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. We receive that in the name of Jesus. Another scripture he gave that he called ammunition during this time for warriors is Psalms 21, 1 through 13, and we'll do it in the New King James Version. For they intended evil against you. They devised a plot which they are not able to perform. Hallelujah. We receive that. The World Economic Forum cannot continue doing what they're doing. Therefore, you will make them turn their back. You will make ready your arrows on your string toward their faces. Be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength. We will sing and praise your power. As I was reading that, I just couldn't help but think of what we just read prophetically from Barry Wunsch about the arrows that God is shooting in during this time full of the Holy Spirit's oil. Wow, Psalm 21, 1 through 13. And then finally, we're going to declare and decree together Psalm 91 over our family, over ourself, over our health. And uh, this reminds me of when the Israelites were leaving Egypt and they put, uh, before that, they put the blood of the lamb over their door so the death angel would would go over their home. And anybody that didn't have, have that over their door was not protected. And it killed the firstborn. I have actually a red a piece of material over my door as a reminder. And Psalm 91 always makes me think of that. It is a protection that Jesus has given us. And we can declare that and decree that as sons and daughters of the Most High. That's what we have over our door right now over our home. So let's declare and decree Psalm 91 together. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God in Him I will trust. Surely He shall deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the perilous pestilence. 
He shall cover you with his feathers, and under his wings you shall take refuge. His truth shall be your shield and buckler. You shall not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, and ten thousand at your right hand, but it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes shall you look and see the reward of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord, who is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over you to keep you in all your ways. In their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. You shall tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you shall trample underfoot. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore I will deliver him. I will set him on high, because he has known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Hallelujah. It is our job right now to understand the authority that we walk in. We are called for this time. We were born for such a time as this. We are children of the Most High God, and He has given us the keys to the kingdom. When He went to hell after He was crucified, He took all of these keys. He stripped um, Satan completely of all power, of all authority. He came back, he rose from the dead, and then he gave us these keys. And then he said, you want me to go to heaven because I'm gonna send my Holy Spirit. And when I do, you will do greater things than I did. We are called during this times as as sons and daughters to do just that, to take up our authority and to do greater things than he did because he sent his Holy Spirit. And we have the Holy Spirit within us to guide us and to direct us and to understand the authority that we are walking in. We're going to blow our shofars together. This was used um, in the Bible for many things, but the thing I want to highlight right now is the time that they went around the walls of Jericho. When they did, they blew their shofars, and then they yelled, and these walls came tumbling down. And then they used those walls to actually catapult them into Jericho to take it over. And I believe that as we are blowing our shofars together, that these walls are come are tumbling down, that the angels are fighting on our behalf, and that these walls of the enemy are coming down and that we will be victorious in the name of Jesus Christ. So grab your shofar on the count of three. We'll blow them together and then we'll yell. One, two, three. Woo! Go host, make toast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I bless you. I bless you to realize you were born for such a time as this. I bless you to realize your future is brighter than your past. And I bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you back here next week. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacey Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.